Amrita based in Boston. Hi everyone, I'm Amrita and I'm a journalist based in Boston. A special welcome to the funny people on social media. Without your sarcastic tweets, memes and viral reels, my world would definitely be a less fun place. Yes, welcome to the show. Uh, we have a very special episode about one of our favorite people on social media. Uh, we we love social media and we feel like uh, the more you curate it, the more you can get from it. And uh, that brings us to um, the introduction to this episode. So Satya, what are we going to talk about this episode? Yeah, I'm very excited to introduce our guest for this episode. She's someone Amrita and I uh, did our masters with at Xavier's in Bombay. This woman is an actor, a digital producer, a comic, dance teacher on on the weekends, and these are just a few of her accomplishments among many many other things. She has covered entertainment in Bombay for Miss Malini for many years, and. During the time she did some great interviews one of yeah. my favorite interviews of, is of uh, uh, her inter, uh, interviewing uh, Shahrukh Khan she m- recently made her silver screen debut with the Punjabi film Bhangra Pale she wrote and performed comedy for Comedy Central Sterling Reserve Comedy Project and I've barely scratched the surface of her accomplishments uh, she's also funny opinionated and just tons of fun to hang out with Please welcome Priyam Saha. Yay! So today with us we have Priyam Saha, uh, and her Instagram bio reads: actor, anchor, dancer, writer, comic, producer, and founder of Priyam's Goddess Hour, of which two classes I have attended, and they're fabulous. Um, so Priyam, I actually wanted to know. Uh, I think maybe we chatted about this briefly. in your early 20s when we were all in the same class but what did you want to be growing up how did that evolve when you were around 22 23 and finished your education and to now oh my god <laughs> are you guys ready <laughs> this is what we are starting with <laughs> starting with okay then okay so i basically since you guys knew me in my early 20s also so it's great to talk to people who have more context about me um i basically never grew up with any big goals like of any kind honestly um like my coming to bombay was because i watched wake up said and i was like you know what this seems great i think after i finish college in delhi i should just move and not even like oh i want to become a journalist it was like oh what would like what would be a good reason to tell my parents why i'm going and then it felt like oh zevia seems kind of cool i had no idea i did not know the zevias i saw in kuch kuch hota was different than the zevias we went to <laughs> i had no context i had no interest i just wanted to go to bombay yeah, yeah so i think i grew up pretty much just being like yeah we'll see where this goes and and that's been true for everything in my life in terms of even when um, what college like my friends were deciding i didn't think what a big deal delhi university was and then i was like oh, okay cool i'll just i'll just go here oh, um, and i think the one good thing about me which i think i also carry is this one a very naive sense of destiny first of all i just feel like you know like good things will only happen like i'm not an asshole why shouldn't they and also that like i really believe in myself to just figure it out i yes, say yes yeah. to everything like yeah. if if i think it will not put me in physical danger because that's my only concern in my life i say yes to 
anything then let's see now what happens like why the hell not so i think that personality sort of evolved to so when i met you guys in college even then immediately knew that journalism is not for me because <laughs> my god were you guys taking it seriously <laughs> i was just like <laughs> this much i thought mass communication was easy what is this we had such, such long classes so anyway so that and even after college got over because i used to uh, at the time uh, not like bombay that much it was a big mm. part of my personality mm. uh, i was going to move back to delhi and then i just got this job uh, because my roommate was the hr and they were looking for somebody you know like with like with some sort of writing experience that you know that you have to come and you have to go to like television sets you have to meet some actors and i had no i i had not watched television then Mm. even though I, i used to only watch tv like but i did not watch indian television at the time uh, so i was like you know okay I, i guess i could do it and this is when everybody else in the class was struggling to get their first job and they were not making any money yeah a game changer for me though was joining miss malani yeah. which was two years after my one and a half years after my first job one because i was actually a big fan of miss malani as a thing even when i was growing up mm-hmm. see again because even though my parents had all these sweet expectations out of me i always knew like like i'm not it you know like it's very cute of them to expect that i'll get all these marks and they would get so disappointed bechara two three times of the year the result but for me i was like you're joking right like i have never shown you anything in me for you to have these expectations out of me um, i used to just get into trouble my parents were called to class all the time but somehow on the result day they were very disappointed so i was like <laughs> you're adorable but anyway so when uh, so one i think applying to miss malani was and at that time i don't want to say i suffered with big self doubt but i think you know when you're in your 20s you're so sort of it's so paradoxical because you're so unsure of yourself is why you end up taking yourself so seriously so you know it was just very like you're scared to like why should i how should i apply like you know like as if it will mean anything if i don't get yeah, it yeah 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 miss mali doesn't care who the fuck you are you know yeah, so yeah. anyway so then when that worked out i think that was my first sort of the idea that i could enjoy working i think happened then because up until then my job was just like a means to an end i was making more money yeah. than my friends which was Only because my friends were making no money, so my first salary <laughs> I mean, was maybe. It's not money. really much if all your friends are journalists. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I was a TV journalist, which means oh. glam. Yeah. Um. So and I think Miss Malni just when I also joined the company, we were literally like six of us. Miss Malni had just gone public like a year ago, so they were also still figuring what to do with the brand. And just in terms of, I think, um. the kind of person i became while working there where the idea that yes work can be fun that yes if you have a strange idea just say it and maybe something can happen to it um and also like because the structure of work wasn't like a hierarchy it wasn't a typical office any time i would want to do anything i would just be like you know what like this is not working for me i want to try this so it was very it was actively encouraged and that's when i realized that i actually enjoy working if i am enjoying the work mm-hmm. you know like for me like i said that i don't have any like big goals ki mujhe bade ho ke prime minister banna hai mujhe ki nahi aaj mujhe kya mana hai karne ka and i think with miss malni i, I was also able to um then realize over time that i'm actually good at lots of things like even in school and college you know like going back to that time um unfortunately the culture that we are brought up in if you're not good at studies you are somehow not a good yeah. student right yeah. uh, however i was 
you know like i was always into like extracurricular and in my school it wasn't encouraged in a way that i guess schools now really do like younger generation really get that kind of push so for me i was the extracurricular girl because i did not study and even for me my association was that yeah yeah let's do something else so that i can get out of class you know there was no kind of active association that hey like i am developing this big skill set where i am not afraid to get on stage where i am actually a really good writer where uh, public speaking is a big skill where i like to do all this like tamasha and all you do not register them as yeah. skills yeah. yeah but because i was a confident kid like i'm saying that you know like i knew that i'll figure something out it was just never what and i was never mm-hmm. obsessed with finding out i was very like let's see na तो हाँ तो लेट्स सी करते करते सो इवन लाइक एट माई जॉब आई वॉज अ राइटर दैन आई मैनेज एन एंटायर टीम आई बिकेम अ क्रिएटिव प्रोड्यूसर आई यूज टू डू लाइक ऑनलाइन थिंग्स आई टू डू सोशल मीडिया आई हेल्प इन एडिटिंग वेन आई फाइनली लेफ्ट माई जॉब टू यूज अ गो आई वॉज अ क्रिएटिव हेड ऑफ अ कंपनी विच इज means pretty fucking cool and yeah, none yeah. of this happened because like oh ki ek din mera sapna sorry one day i dream uh, <laughs> that i'm going to i'm going to go get there it happened very organically and i think for me it was very important to enjoy the process because even every year like we'd have a review right like for like appraisal or generally yeah, yeah. like what you're doing so mm-hmm. we had to like state our weaknesses and our strengths as part of a bigger thing and my weakness was always that i cannot fake enthusiasm mm-hmm. like at all if i'm not into it i'm not going to do it and i and that's obviously a weakness because you know like you're not a princess the world doesn't revolve around mm-hmm. you however however having said that i'm still thankfully it's worked out henceforth is why i'm still of the opinion that yeah like if you're not having fun man cut your losses if yeah. you're not enjoying what you're doing don't do it so it's like you know you've done so many things and i feel like you cultivated all of that at miss malini's and now okay. you're using all of those skills as different profiles making your own you know sort of like presence and brand and everything so among all of those things what do you think is like closest to your heart and you enjoy doing the most okay so so one of the reasons that i quit when i did which was about uh, i literally like it's been two year anniversary of me like on 9th of may or something that i that was my last day at my job uh one reason was that i did um that i realized that at least at the last position that i was at which was creative head that all the stuff that i enjoy doing because you are at that position in a company you are also having to do all the things that you don't enjoy doing yeah, which yeah, for me true. is like excel sheet email yeah being in meetings <laughs> like pretending people are not stupid you know those kind of things i'm not very good at um so i understood that i actually have now individual skills that i can monetize individually so mm-hmm. it started the confidence of that came from that that you know like let me put my job and even if i make zero money till october i have money to sort of survive which in bombay means to pay rent yeah. um and then we'll see and my literally the thing was that in april i think if this is not a sustainable model for my life i'm qualified enough i'll get a job it's fine mm-hmm. um so it did not so i think that's when i started understanding that i don't have that one skill that i want to sort of uh, really yeah. focus yeah. on mm-hmm. i want to live my entire year feeling very sort of creatively stimulated i try very hard to do that which means that i go and like do i act in something for like a few days and then i come back and then i chill then i do a writing job for somebody 
then i come back and i chill then i do like a social media strategy i help a brand with something and all of that so for me i think uh, why i don't have one favorite is because i like to keep my year a little up and down where there are lots of chuttis huh? like i'm like i take so many breaks it's not funny um because and somehow like it works out because now i also make like that much money so it's great like i take a full fledged winter break it's <laughs> november december i'm like i'm excuse me <laughs> it's a party i can't i can't do it i'm not available um however last year i started godessa yeah which is the dance classes that satya mentioned and if i could in terms of like i said that you know i like to do things that are most fun and also most easy like being like i don't i'm not a hard worker i really, really that does not look easy though that looks like when i watch those videos i'm just like this is so perfectly choreographed and like everyone dancing is having such a great time it looks like a very yeah but see like having a great time is never hard for me i always know how to have a great time i go to like boring situations and i ensure i have a good time so so goddess are i think is most easy for me because dancing is easy for me um and you know like somehow like i really like like how that has sort of grown so organically and so wonderfully so if i had to pick one it might be that however i was actually talking to a friend about this literally last week that you know like i'm able to enjoy all the things that i do because my eggs are not in one basket so yeah, to speak yeah, so yeah. nothing is stressful like that like if this is not working i'm like ha chal theek hai i'll i'll do something else so this yeah, is not yeah. something else. so i know that right now there's so much joy attached to godessa but i sometimes wonder if that is the case because it is a nice but small part of my life it's a weekend kind of thing yeah. it is it godessa was there part of the plan i mean what yeah. do you mean even when i start i was like how am i i am going to learn dances <laughs> what am i teaching whom <laughs> can you can you do like a short introduction about what godessa is and then talk yeah. about how you, how did you start it like what made you okay. Uh, so goddess are are these all inclusive uh, dance classes that i take uh, where i try to unleash your inner goddess through some sexy and simple dancing because i think movement is fab and just in addition it's not a dance class it's a vibe class because um, vibing is important dancing you can learn from youtube also so no, how great. it started thank you <laughs> how it started like everything else on a fucking whim <laughs> like, yeah let's <laughs> why not um so actually it started with somebody had reached out to me this is a little context for uh, for international audience that's listening <laughs> um, i am a i am a trained dancer like i've done uh, i've uh, as a child i've learned classical for 10 years i'm a trained kuchipudi dancer right. then um, wow See, I'm damn talented. I just damn like, talented man. I know. <laughs> and then I stopped dancing because then I got into boys, and then it just sort of didn't leave me the time. <laughs> uh, and I stopped dancing because literally because I got like I was I was a super like reckless child. You know is why when people call me for stuff like this, where you know it's like I get called to panel discussions to give yarn to students. I'm like guys, I was gonna be a drug addict with like a with like a. teenage pregnancy or something like you know like all of this i feel so proud of because this is this is already so much more <laughs> than i thought i'd be capable of doing ever so anyway so um last year i had um, i had learned tarot oh fun uh, and then i also did like tarot for people and i made Ooh, a lot of i am really into this right now by the way i lo- i love it see like i'm you know like the other day i was uh, I'm not going to name the platform but somebody was trying to 
how to say this now i'm not allowed to anyway but somebody was trying to do some sort of a profile and you know they were looking for a story peg for me i'm like just tell me a peg in your head i'm telling you i have a story for it just tell me tell me what you want i know it's happened oh anyway so i was doing tarot for uh, this is last summer when you know like remember the good old days of the lockdown uh, when it was still new and fresh and you thought you could just cultivate some hobbies and then move on from <laughs> it'll be like a two month short hobby you'll cultivate and then yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i cultivated my short hobby which was tarot <laughs> it was great uh, and then i started getting really bored of it uh, and as i don't know things if i stop having fun i literally like i could be getting 5 lakhs for something i'm like no nope. <laughs> it's not my scene uh, and it stopped having fun because one um, I don't know if you want to keep this part but based on your current energy ट just we may not really know you know like how we are no matter like if if you are of the impression that i am somebody who can answer some deep questions about your life how is it that you cannot ask me more than some like motherfucker who's broken your heart 9 years ago and what is he thinking about me will he come back when i'll get married just relax so yeah so i started getting literally just that you know just these sad girls just looking for answers in their life and i'm like i you know like i really like pretending that women are emancipated now so i can't do this anymore um so it got, i my favorite client though was this guy who had a gambling issue <laughs> <laughs> and he would come every day and he would like get me to predict some numbers from just to satta vatta lagate and he would win so see i was good at it <laughs> anyway so then yeah. after that got over i was like need new hobby now what to do Mm, and i was working throughout like lockdown touchwood like for me was fairly consistent in terms of uh, work i wanted to do but i didn't have a hobby um <laughs> the time and then somebody reached out to me saying that hey like um you dance because i do dance so yeah i was a trained classical dancer and then i stopped dancing and then uh, say about 2016ish i got back to dancing just as a like oh let me attend some classes because i really enjoy it um and i was also becoming like um, just super unfit at the time uh so guys reached out saying that we love your videos and all that would you be interested in teaching a class and i was like <laughs> why uh and this also happened anytime anybody offers me a job and i'm like hey why me uh so then i was like yeah again like i said i say yes i'm like teaching class from comfort of my home in front of a screen fine let's do it i will not fall um yeah. so then i did it and then i Texted a bunch of friends. Satya, were you my first class? Uh, what was the first? Probably class? not. What was the song? Ratka. No, Nisha? I was the second one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So then I texted some friends saying that uh, you know, ki 
like show up basically like you know like I, i don't want put it to be an empty class because i did not know like how big or small the other platform was uh the people who reached out and i checked out and they they've had some like like non professional dancers like me and also some really legitimate dancers yeah. that have taken class before so i was like i don't want to show up with like one person has come and second person is <laughs> me so anyway so we had a little class about like seven eight people um and it went really well actually uh, and then everybody's like man you're such a good teacher we never knew i am like fuck same never have i ever <laughs> so uh, then immediately i'm also i'm big on um kya kehte hai usko making hay while the sun shines yeah. which would you like you know like how again like i learned tarot i immediately started doing it i was like let's till <laughs> till this last let's so i um, uh, decided that uh, you know what i think I sh- I can maybe do it, and uh, actually a big push came from people you also know, Supriya Kapoor and Rasham Berry, and I give them most credit because they were first of all mind blown, which was gr- greatly validating, and they were like, "You have to do this every weekend." What do you mean? And yeah. I was like, "What? Uh-huh. Okay, I guess I'll do it on next Saturday, sure." And then it happened one Saturday and two Saturdays. So after the first three classes, I was like, "Man, I think I think I think I have something at hand," yeah. and yeah. also um. you know like again satya has come to god is all literally like how i'm saying i plan it like a little show hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's because i know that i'm not the best dancer out there and i say it also that you can like there be so many people who can teach you dancing however i want people to spend that one hour moving a little bit taking some little gyan vyan chapad chapad and then yeah and and the dancing is a bone literally i plan it like a show in a way that it starts with a little introduction little ice break then we get into choreography then in the middle i take a little break i get everyone to sit down i tell people different choreographies look look different on different body types so like have a good time there's a lot of reminder and a lot of sort of injecting off that you're having a good time right just have a good time that's all you need and <laughs> yeah and then in the end there's a whole performance thing that i do a little more like love your bodies and like all of that stuff that i believe in and also i understood that if dancing is not my main skill but mm. i know that my um presence on social media or even in people's life like i get lots of credit for body positivity which i think is kafi misdirected because unfortunately we live in a culture where just if a fat girl doesn't hate her body she's already wow what an inspiration um so i just thought that goddess was a very interesting way for me and a super fun way for me to combine these two love dancing love loving my body and if this can you know affect anybody else's and you know like in the messages i get man like it's just you know like people who have not moved for years um literally like this woman texted me last class where she had a baby 3 years ago and since then she has felt so disconnected with her body and after she took the class i'm not saying it fixed it but like you know for after years she has felt any sort of alignment and that's huge man and like people from la and all like old aunties and all they wake up in the morning and they come so it's it's been really gratifying yeah so that's sweet. my god so sweet wow. and you post a lot of like reels and content on instagram right and some of it a big part of it is kind of based on like your day your interactions with the world around you and how you're feeling your mood and stuff so how do you decide what part of your day should be used as content like thoughts to bahut hai like yeah, that's very you have many thoughts yeah um and we have like i think there is a little bit of work that goes between that something happens 
and to make that as something you can share with the world it needs like a repackaging right so social media you know like even when hi-fi was a thing like i was always on the internet uh sharing live documenting stuff like one of my first pictures on instagram actually has abrutha in it because like <laughs> uh, yeah it is from some zeviers you know we had done some art class together oh yeah yeah, yeah i remember yeah. this right yeah. uh so i you know like literally if you go to my my facebook is actually verified and yeah. really if you if you go and see like pictures from my school drunk college parties ex boyfriends that i are now on private setting but uh, like but i was always a, a little bit of an oversharer on inst- on uh, social media which i liked you know like uh, when sometimes like old memories and all come up like detailed conversation on best friends walls with like deep details about your life i had a little pink digi cam i used to carry everywhere click 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 through oh. college um so i was definitely one of those and also a lot of it because i have a i mean now like like i always really want to be cool okay like it was a big like now i am i know <laughs> and i think i always was but earlier the need to be cool was a lot more yeah, so i think yeah. when when social media started and i was always one of the cool kids so to speak so it yeah. was a little bit of a show off also na ki dekho kya kya tum in parties mein jaate ho nahi main jaati hu like it was a little bit of that um Okay, then Instagram happened, right? Now, the thing with first of all on the on the word go, I would like to clarify that I don't see myself as a content creator because I'm not. I know people who are content creators, and man, it's a full dukan. It's their entire life. It is a workplace, and it should be because that is the work. Like I said, that's the work they enjoy. It's like you know, if you work in a marketing agency, then you have to make your decks day after day after day, and they do that. Uh, I am not a content creator. I am just a person who likes living on the internet. There's a huge difference, which means that if right now, if I have uh, thought of something right now that I think will be a funny reel, I will post it exactly here with curtains drawn. Don't give a fuck about my life because I want to remember mm. next year when this memory pops up that hey, remember that day I did that podcast with uh, Satya and Abrita. that's yeah. it my purpose of instagram is literally documenting my life what has happened though in the last um year year and a half i want to say um is that there's been a spike of followers in a way that now some people also seem interested in me which mm-hmm. i find very bizarre only let mm-hmm. me tell you so you know like the thing that happens i think is i mean not that i have lots of followers i have like some 11 12000 but you know that's the thing like what it's it's a lot of people yeah, like even at the biggest like you know like even 100 people are a lot of people you know how people get like oh but i don't want to be an influencer but you know like but my social media if you have 100 followers which means that there are definitely more people that you know in your life yeah. you are influencing only buddy it's it's weird but it's true so yeah. now as your followers grow i think i have a feeling that your interaction becomes less candid or less intimate and more performative you know mm-hmm. and i don't think i am performative yet but i definitely know like everything i post is super genuine and it's super real whatever but i know that now there is withholding of information now i just don't like talk about whatever whenever it's you know it's the same difference like as you know going to a house party and going clubbing like yeah. earlier instagram was literally just hanging with some friends yeah, um yeah yeah you know like you can just uh, you have a big update you post on your story and now everybody knows or you post on your yeah. feed your friends comment on your shit and all that now um and 
I think I have struggled with it up and down. Struggle is a big word, I think, for Instagram. But uh, every now and then you think about uh, your relationship with social media. Where now it's just it's just not as intimate as it used to be. Like you know, like, and now like like a, like a few years ago, this is. I want to say I don't remember, but a while ago, I had suddenly found out that lots of young kids follow me because you know, like some result was happening, some tenth, twelfth board, and I got all these DMs about you know, Didi and all, like Didi telling Ma first of all, and then I think I was wearing like, oh wait, so what? You know, like you don't you don't even understand that that these are if if there are all these people following you, they are faceless, right? Like they have no. Some, you don't know who these people are good bad ugly whatever so then i was just like oh then should i in some way censor what i say because as a 25 year old i'm speaking to other 25 year olds not to a 13 year old who thinks it's okay to smoke or to curse you know things like that so yeah i think yeah so i'm not conscious of like what i'm doing because i'm not a content creator social media is not even like my first four sources of income uh but i have fun with it um and i like having fun with yeah. it and, and you know again this is i mean of course i'm very grateful for everybody who chooses to follow me or even goddess are we had like 1000 followers literally recently but you have to understand that they are just that they are numbers you know yeah. like like even i follow 1500 people on my instagram mm-hmm. i don't care about all of them what do you mean if somebody is, is to go missing i wouldn't miss them if i you know like when every time like you you hear when people don't post for a while they're like hey guys i'm sorry i've been missing <laughs> so what to who nobody cared <laughs> you know and maybe and maybe somebody you know like I, maybe i don't have that kind of fandom so i cannot relate but i just feel like this kind of apology to not show up on social media should not exist apologies generally also shouldn't exist i think we say the word sorry for too little for it to mean anything um but yeah i think it's not conscious at all like i'm not into like like if i like a trend i'll do it but it's not because oh it's trending and suddenly i'll get 1 million views because the thing is i have gotten the views sometimes and that has not changed my life in any way mm-hmm. and i have um i have been super proud of something that i have made or i thought something was so funny yeah. and nobody has thought the same so you know like it doesn't that it doesn't matter and so i treat my social media how to say like like a portfolio of sorts you know like if i'm posting something i don't, i don't care if five people watch it i swear i'm not saying this for effect but if i'm posting say something where i am um acting okay i don't but i'm just saying as an example then i need one casting director to see it yeah. i i don't care if you saw it or not right if yeah. i'm posting something about i'm doing a show swipe up for tickets i need somebody to go and buy the ticket it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if 2000 people saw my story and nobody showed up yeah. uh by you know like earlier i was a little this thing about pimping my work a lot because like i said i had a problem of you know being very cool i still am but that time it was more important but you know like it's just like i wouldn't pimp it out as much and now if you see and if you've noticed and i'm pretty sure you haven't because nobody else thinks about your social media except for yourself uh but you start but there's so much conversation about hey i'm doing this hey i'm doing that the fact that i have all these things in my bio my bio was something like good vibes only or something you know what i'm saying my bio was super vague i didn't care but now it's very like i'm zomato hey, or something like that right 
exactly it must be something like that but now it's very like hey if you come to my page you have to understand i am senior producer on a really important show that i have this whole business that i do on the side that if you have a writing assignment i'm available for hire hey i'm also a little funny so you know it's a lot of it's a portfolio workplace branding exercise now uh which also the person that i am i can't help but overshare sometimes but now there's less of that there's less of that yeah very cool no that's uh, definitely true but i think being in india i mean how I you came to the decision of doing something risky and you were like chalo theek hai it's fine let's try and do it like for example maybe this won't come to mind for you this came to mind for me like the whole uh, you did a it was it buzzfeed the try the sex toys thing Mm-hmm. yeah like was that something that you were like for one second like so what are the consequences of this will i get like trolls or you were like you know like if someone's finding this offensive like i don't even they are not even in my life doesn't matter definitely the latter just to add to my instagram answer uh very clear about very grateful for whoever follows me blah blah but i actively encourage people to unfollow me I am not on Instagram to have some discourse debate. If you don't agree, you please leave. Who yeah. are you? You know. So for me, what people will think has never been a huge whatever. Of course, it comes from great privilege and great security of having a sense of self. And you know, like the like literally, like like what is the worst you can do? Like tell my mom. <laughs> really, like please. So I'm not worried about how I will be perceived. and yeah. of course that comes from the fact that we don't have too much family uh, all my friends know who i am and also you know i think lots of people have very different like social media personalities and work personalities and friend ke sath and boyfriend ke sath i am one integrated human uh, this is literally okay. how i am any any place you put me in um yeah so to answer your question is there a thing about what will people say not at all really and especially because you know the thing is that the thing how okay let's not say that i don't care about what people say because i if i did not i would do maybe things that i don't do yet but i am still of the opinion that of course people are going to talk about you in the same way that you talk about people. like what people will say yes is a factor but i am very very conscious about what i think of myself is way more than what anybody else thinks uh so if i think so i am not worried about sex at all i never have been um so for me it's a how of course like i i was very interested in trying on this extras like it was never about oh this video and this might be i'm like no hey are you giving me sex toys for free and paying me to masturbate for a week let's go finally finally <laughs> a scale i could get behind uh but if it was something to do with um like if it was something super political for example then because i don't think i am ever super informed in a way that i can make an informed contribution to a discourse then i will not do it not because oh people will think oh she's so stupid why she's talking about it i don't think i'm politically informed enough for me to be on a panel where that conversation is happening as somebody who's informed if yeah. the conversation so i mean earlier i i, I my question was that you know like keeping it real versus not on social media but i feel like you've answered that because you're saying that like you are this one integrated person and you don't have different personalities on and off social media 
but uh, when you sorry, are sorry i would just like to add though the whole keeping it real also is so important i think yeah. especially yeah. now yeah. because so many people are not and it's really sad man and yeah. you know like even with my whatever little internet clout i have the amount- people are really sad like in their lives you know they are already people are already insecure people are already not thinking they are good enough they are already struggling with, in their personal relationships with other people with themselves yeah. and then you see a person out there who is not keeping it real because you yeah. understand that the stuff that you take that oh it's just a filter it's you know like it shouldn't matter of course everybody knows you have a filter on they don't know you know because you see filters so you know so when people are looking at you and thinking that oh like this this girl who has everything and she looks great also and uska sab sahi hai celebrity se mil rahi hai it's not i'm not saying it's not real those are real aspects of my life but it is important i think i mean it's sort of moral responsibility because really you do you but it would be nice if people who have any sort of clout to remind people who are following them that hey <laughs> there is stuff that's happening with me that's very very normal and not to say that i'm this like hard working person with a sad back story but being real i think should be something that's encouraged more because you have no idea what an impact uh, you're having on people who are young and impressionable yeah. and you know like can you imagine when we were growing up without social media it was hard enough man and satya obviously from a different generation it was harder <laughs> i really feel like i am imagine do <laughs> like i feel like people are growing for like 9 10 now i don't know what their sense of self is it would be so exactly you know like sometimes like 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 when you have oil in your hair and you go up you're like oh sorry for my appearance shut up you have oil don't be apologizing for looking yeah. like a normal person who oils her hair yeah. or i'm so sorry i just i have no makeup no makeup <laughs> should not be you know like i i like i don't want to be one of those people which is about this because again it's their brand and they obviously think what they want to do with it but i find it super sad man it's yeah. literally it's it's not okay especially for women i hate making everything a sexist issue but especially for women they are growing up with enough people telling them they're not okay and it happens with you know like two days you use a filter at the third day you stop liking your face you're just like no man like i i like it if it's a little lifted even somebody like me who otherwise on most days is okay with how i look so you, one there is no one way to do it like i am literally a digital consultant strategist i charge money for this but the big secret is nobody knows we are making it up as it go as you go along and you have to understand that even the idea of you know if i have a bad day for me to share this that's also being super vulnerable even yeah. if it is just your friends sharing it friends watching it not um, but again going back to the self worth of if you're the kind of person who is able to see through it or you know like go through it then do it but there's absolutely no reason why you have to if you're feeling vulnerable today there is no pressure of you to post it out today or ever and yeah. if two weeks later you decide that hey i went through that and i think writing about it or doing a video about it would be cathartic for me then do it social media is supposed to be a place that feels makes you feel part of a network part a sense of belonging remember when it used to be fun yeah. it shouldn't be this hectic is all i'm saying you know i read this yeah. tweet they were just like you know what am i going to do if i if i uh, <laughs> what am i going to do if i uninstall all my social media go for a walk so embarrassing <laughs> seriously like karenge kya what go for a run we feel better like, like walking is so embarrassing what am i a mogul <laughs> <laughs> this is anyway i think that covers most of our questions and we are 
Yeah. Okay, good. Oh my god, I'm such having such a good time. Thanks. And since we started the podcast, we were like, we have to get Priyam. Yeah. The first, the first thing few that, ideas we were like, yeah. you know, we'll get someone like fun who can like give us like a good sense of what it's like, like you know, Priyam. Yeah, like Priyam. <laughs> so not like Priyam, Priyam. Not like Priyam. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thank you for making time, and this is this has been so much fun. Welcome back to the show. So that was our interview with our friend and one of the favorite people we follow on social media, Priyam Sal. What did you think of it? That was so much fun, right? Yeah. I just had such a fun time. Yeah, I had so many uh, Bombay memories come back to me, and uh, I'm actually really, really proud of her. So yeah. every time she does something new, I am proud of her as a friend. But it genuinely makes me think, like you know, I should. try something you know mm. i should not not do something because i'm like uh shy what will people say you know why should we put ourselves out there so much yeah. and all that so i think uh when you have people like her around you and you are able to see that it's 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 actually very inspiring that you know? all right well that brings us to the end of our episode thank you so much for listening If you like our show, tell your friends, and uh, that's the way that that's one way we can get more listeners. And like our page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So follow our social media. We are now streaming on all major podcast platforms. So find us wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was brought to you by one of the most rewarding reasons to go to good schools and colleges. Satya and I have spent many many years in undergrad school, grad school, and grad school again. to know that the people you meet will be your biggest cheerleaders later and they'll give you the much needed inspiration when you run out of fuel so keep your friends close and their ambitions closer thanks for listening see you next time